This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Seriously, not at all. I mean, things change enough on a regular year and you're just trying to kind of make things match when you got to reschedule for, for weather or for whatnot. But um, here, when you have some teams that are completely out or, you know, that were in quarantine for 14 days and, and you're supposed to play them three times because in the SWC, we, we put our divisions together, um, north and south. Yeah, it's it's a lot. But you're, again, you're trying to make sure people understand that it's, it's really, it's no one's fault and you're just trying to make the best of the situation. Joining us on the show is the fifth year AD at Newtown High School. It's Matt Memoli. Matt, how you doing? What's happening? Thanks uh, for joining us here today. Yeah, no, doing uh, doing okay. Thank you guys for having me. So um, the CIAC on Thursday dropped, uh, approved their 2021 winter schedule, uh, winter program, you know, and all the uh, all the mitigations we're going to need to do and all the hoops we're going to need to jump through. But uh, we're glad to have a, uh, after some wrangling, we're glad to have, have mostly a, a high school winter season, which got cut short. They're not going to have a state championships this year, but uh, you know, uh, what's, what's been the mood uh, for your, for your kids. And, and uh, I'm, I'm sure they're glad to be able to get out there after so much, you know, uncertainty in the last few months. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of excitement um, between the coaches and the student athletes. Uh, we held our coaches meeting yesterday and then a parents meeting at night. Um, and as you can imagine, yeah, definitely a lot of excitement, a little, you know, a little disappointment from from uh, from some of our kids. Uh, but overall, a lot of excitement and just a lot of questions, too, you know, and uh, trying to get put this whole plan into, into place. So what what is, you know, as an AD, you know, what's your job been like? You know, you, you got through a, a a fall season that was unlike anything we'd ever seen before. I mean, you're, you're you know, f- fifth year as AD, you know, this is, you kind of got thrown right into the fire here and, and you had to deal with all this stuff. So what, what, what can you take from that experience? You know, all the things that we need to do to play in COVID and, and put it toward a winter season. Yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, a lot of things come to mind. It's, the, the whole mental piece, the being positive piece is the, is the most important thing. Uh, collaboration with, with administrators. I mean, I'm very lucky where I am. Our superintendent is phenomenal. Our principal is awesome. So we work together closely on pretty much everything. Um, so we're, we're being on the same page is huge. So taking that positive outlook and just um, letting the coaches know, and I think the hardest thing really for a lot of coaches and for administrators too, is that feeling of like, no, you're not going to sit there and plan for two months in advance. Like you're planning for a week and that's hard. It's hard to just kind of go on the fly and it's hard to, uh, you know, adjust when things change for a lot of people. But I think that's something that from our administration, uh, you know, in, in our athletic trainer, how, how great she's been, it's been a full team effort um, to try to get this thing done. And I think if you look at the fall and you take everything into consideration, um, you know, overall, it, w- it was a very positive experience for, for our kids. So, 
Yeah, you know, the we spoke to the athletes, we spoke to the coaches, and they say, oh, it's been a waiting game, right? You know, in the fall for other sports, a lot longer of a wait. But for you, it's now it, now it really begins, I'm assuming, with the scheduling and if you have to reschedule, if you have to postpone. And I don't think a lot of people, like, understand that it's not just – Oh, like if they postpone the girls soccer game or let's say girls basketball now that we're in the winter, like they can just use the Newtown gym again. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, the other school has to get a bus. Um, They have to do this. They have to do that. And there's like a thousand other things. I mean, kind of like the unsung heroes of the fall season where, you know, the athletic directors and the league commissioners, but you know, how much time went into that when it's just like one game gets postponed and it could be, you know, the school that Newtown is playing and it doesn't really, it's not nothing, you know, the Newtown teams did, right. but it falls on you because they're your team and now you have to, you know, reschedule everything. Yep, absolutely. And I think the the flexibility part of it is, is huge as well. Um, the collaboration with other ADs, I think in SWC, we're, we're really lucky. Um, and I mean this sincerely, the, the ADs in this conference are great. We talk all the time, we're texting, um, making phone calls, we work together so well. And, and I think that's huge because when this stuff happens, so many things in a regular season happen that are out of your control, but it, amongst a global pandemic, it's it's so much worse. So you try to just keep, you know, keep in mind that everyone's in the same boat. You gotta be flexible. Things are not gonna be even close to perfect, but when it's all said and done, are we doing what's best for these kids? And I think when you do that, it makes everything worth it. But but again, it's it's really being flexible and, and having a team effort to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, I you know, speaking to other people, everyone kind of you know about administrators, they use the word blueprint, right? You know, you took over this job five years ago, you prepared for this job. There's was there ever any blueprint for a year like this where everything was just so up in the air? Nope. <laughs> nope, not at all. Seriously, not at all. I mean, things change enough on a regular year, and you're just trying to kind of make things match when you got to reschedule for, for weather or for whatnot. But um, here, when you have some teams that are completely out or, you know, that were in quarantine for 14 days and, and you're supposed to play them three times because in the SWC, we, we put our divisions together um, north and south. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. But you're again, you're trying to make sure people understand that it's, it really it's no one's fault. And you're just trying to make the best of the situation. And when our coaches were, were huge, because we all had that outlook. Like, yeah, you, you're going to win a whatever, an SWC North championship. Like, that's awesome. That's great. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, at the end of the day, getting these kids a chance to participate, to work out with their friends, to compete, to be with their coaches is the number one goal. And, and that's what – that when you take it with that type of an outlook, it really does help. You said you had a meeting uh, with parents and, and athletes, I guess, the other day. Um, you know, uh, what's been their biggest, you know, concerns or what's been the biggest questions you've gotten from parents uh, over these last few months? Um, well, the biggest thing really is the questions that I didn't have answers to. Are we going to play? What it's going to look like? How it's going to happen? Is it going to be intramural? Is it going to be interscholastic? All those questions that I didn't have an answer for. So it's just having conversations with people, letting them know where, where you know, people are at. Um, but then yesterday when the, the plan came out, I think the biggest thing is that even though we have sports and we have a good amount of them, you know, track can't compete against other schools, wrestling, dance, cheer. I mean, some of those programs for us are some of our biggest and best programs. I mean, our, our dance and cheer team both are coming off, uh, you know, state championships. And to tell those girls, like, you can't go compete against other schools, is a, is a, that's a hard, you know, 
that's that's a hard tape right there. So um, I think it's trying to be there for for kids and be there for parents. Um, but I, I'm starting to get the logistical questions now. But honestly, I don't even have those answers yet because this the document just came out. So it's uh, trying to communicate as much as I can to them as things do change, um, and just letting them know that we're here for you and we're not. You know, we're going to give you every ounce of information we have as soon as we do get it. You know, in the document, um, <clears throat> all the guidelines for the different sports, the masks, um, you know, what sports have to wear a mask, what sports don't have to wear a mask when they're competing. There's a lot of information in there. How do you maintain that? How do you make sure that your basketball players are wearing masks, your indoor track athletes who don't have any competitions right now, but they still have to wear masks when they're practicing? Like, how, how do you make sure that everything is running smoothly in a, in a time like this? Yeah, that, that's that's the hardest part. Um, I think it goes from me to our athletic trainer, um, and she's a veteran. This is, I think, this is her 14th year with us, so she's all over it. And I mean, that's was like in the fall. She would say, "I'm going to be that person. I'm going to nag you. I'm going to be all over you. I'm going to annoy you." But we're we just want to we want to have a full season. We don't want to be you know taken out. So uh, from her, and then it's really it goes to the coaches um, and the coaches and their assistants to just buy into what we're what we're doing, like this is so paramount. The first and foremost thing is staying healthy to have a season, you know? And so we had to talk about the mass um, when we met with the coaches. I'll meet with the student athletes probably next week. But the biggest thing is like, and we've said this over and over, if you have, if you have a cough, you have symptoms, you have anything, stay home. Don't come around us. You know, you don't have to tough it out and you don't, you're, you're not going to be lesser of a teammate, you know, if you're staying home because you have, uh, you know, a runny nose or whatever. The worst thing that would possibly happen is you try to go and fight through it. And then all of a sudden you, you're the reason why your team's been quarantined for 10 days um, or whatever it is. So I think that's the, the biggest push that we've been doing for me to my, to my trainer and to our coaches. What was Newtown's experience like? I mean, as far as like quarantine games, what was the, you know, how long, you know, what well, happened with that? Yeah, here's the thing. Um, for, for our fall season, um, and I don't have the exact number of teams that we have off the top of my head, but including, we ran a full unified program along with every regular fall sport. Obviously our football was 11 on 11, uh, I'm sorry, seven on seven, but everything else was just as it should have been. And we didn't have, we had a few blips with certain individuals we didn't have any team, any level um, shut down for any period of time, which I thought was phenomenal. I mean, the double L school with that many kids over well over 500 kids in, in the fall. I mean, right. it was, uh, but, but it goes, it really goes back to the mentality of our coaches in the first place. None of these coaches are coming out there, you know, looking to get an SWC North crown. Like that was their thing. Everyone was like, let's just make it into, you know, when it was, when it was uh, October 1st, make it to October 10th to October 20th to November. And, that was that was a mentality I think that paid off. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing, and we're seeing it again now in the winter season where there won't be any postseason. Um, and there will be a postseason experience, but not a state tournament for this uh, for the winter athletes. <clears throat> Is that? I mean, you know, the, look, the athletes want to play, the coaches want to coach. Like we know that that's what they tell us, but is there like? Was there ever a feeling where it was like, well, what are we playing for? Or was it at this point, like, we just want to get back out on the field. Like, we just want to play, and we don't care if it's playing Brookfield seven times. Yep. You know, like, as long as we get to compete. Yeah, and, and I'm not just saying this to be politically correct or to make us look good or whatever, but I'm, I'm being 100% sincere. It was the second one. It was that we just want to get out there in the fall. And I think that's why you saw in the fall. I mean, I, I watched all the soccer games. 
I think the cards were down. I think the negativity was down. I think the mouthing, you know, I think any of that stuff was pretty much out the window. I mean, these kids were out there for the right reasons. They were just so happy to get out there and play. And so at first, we didn't even know if we were going to have an SWC tournament. And then we we ended up uh, having the North and the South division champions. And that was like the icing on the cake. But we got to the point where we were halfway through, three quarters way through the season. Our kids were healthy. Um, and they got a lot of, I mean, they got a lot of time with their coaches from July to November. Some of them, you know, even in the summer, obviously wasn't, you weren't able to do as much, but you were still out there a few times a week working with your coaches, which was, which was awesome. So I think taking that, that mentality again, you know, not to keep saying it, but I think that was how we approached it in the fall. And we're going to try to do the same thing uh, come the winter. Oh, I, for one, cannot wait till we get back to the time when coaches get mad that they lose in conference games. I'm kidding, but he spoke to any coach. It was like, you know, we're just really happy we got here, which is 100% true. But I just, I just can't wait for the time where, you know, the, the kids are upset that they lost and then they use it as motivation. Yeah. Well, no, don't, I mean, I don't, don't get us wrong. Like our, when our coaches lost, they were still pretty, they were, they were still pretty angry. Our kids got beat, beat up by Pomperog, you know, for whatever, um, whatever sport or, they were still angry because it was cool playing those same teams a few, three or four times. You had a nice little rivalry with a, with a lot of them. You knew who their players were. You knew, you know, um, how to approach it. And I think that, that that rivalry piece actually made it a lot more fun. Yeah. And, you know, we spoke earlier on the beginning of the call. You're your former baseball coach, um, you know, so I'm going to ask you to put your baseball hat back on. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're, the, we're not going to have a state tournament for the winter, so we can try and have a full spring season. Yeah. Uh, after last year with not a, you know, last year winter athletes, some teams were eliminated by the time the season got called, and right. you know, other teams did lose their chance to compete for a state title, but they at least had a regular season and a conference tournament. Um, what, what is your you know, kind of view on that decision by the CIAC to, to give the spring athletes a chance for a full year after missing a full one last year. Yeah, um, I, I have to say, on and this is just like you said, putting the baseball coaching hat on, there's nothing. I, I think the guys up at the CIC, if you really get to know who these people are, their moms, their dads, their former educators, former administrators, former coaches, there's no one that wants to play sports more than that. And so that's the hard part for me. And and again, I'm biased because I know those guys and, and those the people up there personally, and I know how hard these decisions have been. And as a coach, yeah, it's easy. But, you know, you're the, you know, I, I'm calling this pitch and then the kid hits a home run. Why'd you call that pitch? You're a terrible coach. Yep. Right. We're, in a global, <laughs> you know, we're in a global pandemic that no one's ever seen before. So they're, they are absolutely doing what they believe is best for our student athletes. Um, but I, I have to say, when you think about what the, the winter kids had, yes, they had their season. I mean, we had a girls basketball team that I mean, I don't want to be another one of those people said, oh, if the COVID didn't hit, we wouldn't want to state championship. But we, we had a really quality shot of doing that. Um, yeah. But again, they had their seasons. They had a, a you know, a postseason. Um, I think at that time, our hockey team was eliminated. So their whole season was over. So they had a postseason. But then you go to the spring and our spring kids, I mean, we did as best we could in, in the SWC and we gave them a virtual season. I mean, and, and you know what? It was better than nothing. Kids were still meeting through Google Meet with their teams. They were giving them workouts. They were giving them stuff to do, and the weather was fine, so they could do it at home. But to not have a season at all, it was brutal. It was it was absolutely brutal. It was the worst. Um, so to be able to give them a chance to have a full season, and that's the priority of, of the CIC. I, I can't fall. I mean, I can't fall for that. Absolutely not. Um, the uh, obviously you have to deal at Newtown, especially. Um, you have a great wrestling team. 
um, you know, and you have obviously the state still reigning state championship football team. Um, you know, that must be, and and I'm sure, you know, plenty of guys there at Newtown who did both. Um, and, uh, you know, this has gotta be just a, you know, yesterday, I know that it was coming down the pipe, but yesterday must've been kind of a gut punch. How do you, you know, how do you manage that? How do you, you know, keep their heads in the game, so to speak? How do you keep them, you know, I mean, it must be a despondent thing to do to, to, to know that you had two seasons canceled, um, and many won, but still one that they're, they're, they're really, uh, invested in. I mean, I saw Jack Street, uh, the, your quarterback, who, whose last play will be that state championship touchdown pass. But, he, you know, he, that's a rare thing. I mean, at least you can look back on that. But he was still even despondent about the fact that he had a season canceled. And he's, they're not even going to get a spring. You know, that that's a big, a big deal, especially at Newtown. Just, you know, how as an AD and how do adults, you know, manage their 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 kids who had their seasons ripped out for them? Yeah, no, that's a that's a great question. I think that's the hardest. That in in itself is the hardest part of my job. You know, of our coaches' job is because how do you how do you make it better for them? You can't. You you absolutely cannot. Um, there's things that happen, and when you take a step back and put you know this whole thing in perspective in the middle of of a global pandemic that we never have seen ever, um, that you know they're not going to be able to do what they love, and, and those are hard. I mean, athletics. You think about people who play athletics. It's their life. It's one of the biggest parts of, if not the biggest part of their life in your childhood growing up. Um, so there really are no words for it. It's, it's trying to stay as positive as you can and not being fake positive, but being as positive as you can and come, coming up with something that these kids are able to do um, to keep them focused and keep them motivated and, and keep them working out um, and keep getting those benefits that they get through sport. But there really is, it's really hard to have a good answer for that and, and to make it okay. It, it really isn't. Um, you know, Jack, will continue on in his, his football career, uh, luckily, but a lot of these kids, that's it um, for them, you know, for our wrestlers, for the football team, and, you know, for our dance and our cheerleaders. And, and here, dance and cheerleading is a huge, right. it's a huge thing. It's huge. Big, we very big. Championships, SWC championship year after year after year, and what they're able to do, I mean, it's phenomenal. And it, it hurts. It hurts a lot. And for me, I was a phys ed teacher at the middle school, so I had a lot of these kids when they were in the seventh grade and getting to see them grow up to now is the coolest part of this job, but it's also been the, it's hands down been the hardest. Have you, have you been able to, I mean, I know you guys are on your way back to, to going back to school, no. but I mean, have you had a chance to talk to them personally or maybe as a, a small group, some of these uh, athletes, or is that something you're planning to do? Yeah, not yet. Coaches? Really? Yeah, really haven't. Like uh, Bobby uh, Patterson, our football coach and I, we were, we were just on the phone and just talking about, you know, now that it's, kind of pretty much out there and it's official is what is you know what's the next step what's the plan for for some closure for these kids because yes their their season was taken away but what they did you know for the previous three here was pretty special um you know for all those sports that were taken out so i'm gonna have those conversations with the coaches and i know uh you know our wrestling coach our track coaches cheer dance we're all we're all continuing on with the season i mean yeah we're not gonna be able to compete against other people you know wrestling yeah you're not gonna be able to wrestle but we're gonna give you guys a season somehow um, you know, some way so that you're still involved and we're doing, we're, we're doing our diligence to do everything we possibly can. How much do, I mean, do they understand, I, mean, I know a lot of people can get emotional, but the very core of it, do they understand what the bad cards they've been dealt are? I mean, what's the, has there been, you know, different types of reactions, obviously, but, you know, do they understand at the end of the day or, you know, I've, I've talked to a few kids, the football kids, and they say the right things. They say, look, you know, yeah, this stinks. 
Yeah. Um, I wish I was out there with my boys, um, but we, you know, we, it is what it is. We know we, we got to do. I mean, it seems like a lot of coaches are really hammering that messages, but when you, you know, when, if you really look at it, do they, how many are, are just, just beyond frustrated that they, they just don't understand or, or who understands? Yeah, I think there's a mix. I really do. I think there's a mix. And we, I haven't had, you know, a chance to sit down with all these kids individually or in small groups uh, yet, but I think a lot of them are mature beyond their years. So they will, like you said, they'll say the right things, you know, they'll try their best to put it in perspective, but I don't know if, you know, right now it happening so fast and this being such something that's just been so bad for so many people. I don't know if they're able to, to really grasp the full extent of it. Um, I, I'd say that's a great question. I don't know. I know we have a lot of mature kids, but um, I think it takes a little while for the whole thing to, to really sink in. Is there some way, uh, you know, you hate to say spin, but there's some way you can kind of use this to say like, if you can get through this, if you can, this is something unprecedented you can get through this, then, you know, think of the things that you'll be able to accomplish in the future. I mean, I heard that from Augustine Thierry at Danbury yesterday. Um, I've heard that from several coaches that they're taking that and saying, listen, this is something you're, you're going to have to deal with. And it's a bad hand. You're not as fortunate as these other guys, as the guys that you followed up and you didn't get what you wanted. You didn't get that senior season. Um, you know, but it, is this something that you can use to your advantage as you grow into an adult? Yeah, I think uh, that's something that a lot of our coaches and myself have, have been trying to preach uh, from day one, that you're going to have a lot of things in your in the course of your life that are bad, that are going to happen. And it's like, what? who are you going to become? You know, are you going to be on? And, and that's why sports are so great, because we try to teach it on the field. Who are you going to become? You have a bad call. You don't make a play. Something happens on the field. Are you going to be that kid who just comes in and you're complaining and you're whining and it's the coach's fault and it's the teacher's fault and it's my mom's fault? Or are you going to kind of look in the mirror and be like, listen, I should have got it done. I could have done better. So mental toughness, if you're not gaining mental toughness during this entire, um, you know, time, then, you know, that that's something that that I think will will definitely come out of this. It's something that a lot of our coaches are, are preaching that if you could handle this and you could get through this and you could find a way and it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be easy, but this is going to make you such a, a stronger individual down the road, you know, when you are, you're going into college, you're going into adulthood. So. That's got to be tough because usually the voices of, you know, calm and maybe even reason, uh, you you understand they're inflamed passion, but they kind of get lost in, in, you know, the first, every reaction I saw on Twitter yesterday about the football season getting canceled uh, really was just a, you know, upset, really angry, you know, a lot of words being thrown around. Um, I mean, I guess that's the default position for social media. Um, but, you know, that, that tends to, that can be kind of toxic. Huh? I mean, if you don't, the, clear voices don't jump in and be like, look, all right, everyone calm down. We know what we have to do here. I understand everyone's upset. That must be another tough thing that coaches have to deal with. They might be even upset, just as upset as well. Yep. Exactly. And that's the thing. When the co when, when, when the news comes out or these things have come out, you know, one after the other, uh, the, the coaches obviously have that, that feeling right away, anger, disappointment, frustration, whatever it is. But I, I give so much credit to not only our coaches here, but across the, the whole state and, just how well a lot of them is handled. It's like, yeah, have your feelings, have your opinions, tell your wife about it, talk to, you know, whoever, your wife or husband about it. But when it comes to time, when you have to face the kids, um, you have to say the right things, you have to do the right things. Because like you said, yeah, Twitter is a bad, I mean, that's a dark place. And a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it certainly has been. It's just like, you know, everyone puts everything out there. And it's, it's another part of social media that's just, 
is not good. And that's the part that I was trying to, to make with like the CIAC. And it's like, yeah, and we all know, like they're the ones making these decisions. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be the one to make those decisions. But when you have the NFHS who's saying one thing, you got the governor, you got the DPH, you have superintendents, you got principals, coaches, parents. I mean, come on. That, that's the part that like people have to take a deep breath here and be like, listen, we're, um, we're in a global pandemic. It's a, it's a horrible time in everyone's life and people are struggling physically, mentally, financially, emotionally. And it's something that we're all trying to work through. But I mean, using people as a scapegoat, I, I think is just so wrong. And that's something that we're trying to say, you know what, no, it's no one's fault. And we just have to grind and just have to get through it somehow. <laughs> You're right, Pete. Yeah, sorry. Um, well, coach, uh, you know, thank you for, for answering all, all of these questions. I, I, I do, I did have one more though, because, you know, we, we had this conversation with Bobby and uh, I think Jack was there too. When we did the podcast to cover two at the end of the football year, um, obviously everyone knows Newtown won, you know, the final on the final play, won the uh, uh, national championship, won the class double L championship. It felt like the national championship, it did. didn't it? It did. <laughs> Um, but when we asked him, we go, you know, who's going to play you in the movie? Because this is going to be a movie. I think we all know that. Um, so, like, you know, Matt, like Disney Plus, Pete. It's yeah, it's going to be on Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. You know, who who is going to play you in the movie? I have I have some some good, uh, you know, I have a couple of, you know, guys that that I think. But, I, you know, who, who do you think is going to play you in the movie? I, 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 don't, I have nowhere to go with that question, Pete. I really don't. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I think I've answered and handled most of these questions relatively somewhat okay, but I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer for that one. Well, look, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I, it's gonna be it's gonna be some sort of like a, a walk on or or what is it? What is it? It's gonna be like a, a stand in or something like that. They don't need to pay another actor to yeah. play. A, I, he was just think, in the background the whole time. Yeah, but I think in the athletic director and the pressure leading up, there's going to be some great <laughs> scenes in the office, maybe like a frustration scene where he throws right. paper against the wall. Now that's like, I got the calming effect, you know, that, 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 that would be Patterson's character throwing stuff. Uh, I would have to just, well, I just mean, what, well, yeah, go ahead, Pete. Well, you know, look, call spade a spade here. You and I thinning hair. It's our thing. Right. You know, it's just it's it's our thing. So you look at, you know, act Jason Statham. Okay. He's got hair Jeez. like you. And a few little bit of muscle for that. Okay. Yeah. Well, my top guy, because he's perfect for a role like this, is The Rock. Yeah. I'll Wayne take The Rock it Johnson. Take it he loves that. inspirational Jeez. movies. Uh, I love that. The Rock. You know, no, The Rock is gonna play Bobby. I hate to say it. Rock, no, he's too tall it, to play no, Bobby. No, he's they're gonna put it. They're gonna Bobby. put it in a Rock type uh, coach. They're gonna, you know, movies never get it right. They're, they they stretch the truth ad infinitum. But uh, Bobby's gonna be played. It's gonna be the <laughs> Bobby's gonna be the Rock. He's gonna put some glasses on. <laughs> a, a low key guy could be J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Yeah, all right. I, I'm just saying you got you got to think about this because when it happens, they're gonna they're gonna come to you and they're gonna be like, you know, they're gonna ask you all these questions, this and this, and you know, you're gonna you're gonna or I mean, look, maybe get like Brad Pitt and Matt Damon and and they could shave their head. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I did used to have hair and then this job came along and it just didn't work out. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, all right, Matt. Well, uh, listen, it sounds like you got your work cut out for you this uh, this winter. I mean, I, I mean. It's going to be tough for everybody, but uh, we appreciate you giving a little, a little time here. You know, I'm really busy and, you know, hopefully they will, in a few months we'll be into a spring season and then hopefully somewhat relatively a normal season by the fall. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you think by fall, you know, everything is going to be kind of back to normal? 
I, you know, I do, I do, I really do. I try to stay positive all the time, and I, I do hope so. Um, I, I do hope so. And then we can look back and, you know, see where we've been, and it's been a lot. It's been a lot. But thanks to you guys for all your coverage of the high school athletes. They appreciate the time. Thank you so much for, for the sport. So we appreciate that. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Matt, and uh, have a great rest of the, the week. And well, it's a Friday, so <laughs> anyway, but have a great. Well, good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate hey, it. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it.